This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stenger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. Yeah, this is solely based on our own working experience and a little bit of bro science. Woof. So please keep in your mind that we're not and never claim to be doctors. No. Woof. We are just a couple of dumbbells who love ourselves some woof fitness and want to help you with yours. Woofy, woofy. And the help can start right now. Yeah, because we're sitting here. In the weight room with our guest, ladies and gentlemen, let's introduce this motherfucker, <laughs> that Selman. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. What's up, Thanks dude? for being here. Veteran writer and executive producer for The Simpsons. Crushing. You know him because he looms large in the Doughboys podcast universe. Looms large. Nice. And an undercover health and fitness enthusiast. Oh, yeah. He's got, we've he's got discovered. his... He's got his <laughs> theories. You gotta keep it, you gotta We're keep so it, excited. You got to keep it secret sometimes. Yeah. You know, so people don't get uh, turned off by it. No joke. Matt oh, Selman no. came in hot. I've, I've made a lot of other writers hate me. Have you made other writers hate fitness because of you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. It's weird. It's, uh, w- would you say it's probably gotten better, though, right? People people are a little more open to uh, being healthy and that kind of oh, thing. Yeah. It's not as much of a dirty word as it used to be. Yeah. Well, like, no, not at all. Um, you know, at work at the writers, in the writer's room, you guys know how it is. There's a lot of snacks, a lot of bad health, a lot of sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. And, and like a writer's PA just goes and picks up whatever you guys write on like a chalkboard or something. Right. right? That's what Mitch used to do for us. Got it. <laughs> I, would make him, I would make him stir the natural peanut butter. Nice. <laughs> get those think, oils. Get which, those oils in. Which I think is a character building experience I for too. young people and like what you well, mean stirring stirring peanut butter yeah. or, or stirring in, peanut butter. Yeah. Just like you know, you have to be really patient. Dude. It's really hard. You have to just take your time. It's like a Zen Wait, exercise. Are you, are you the Mr. Miyagi of The Simpsons? Yeah, only in, <laughs> in peanut butter only. <laughs> wow. I got to say, when I heard that, in case you guys don't know, this, famously, Selman had uh, Mike Mitchell, Spoonman of the Doughboys podcast, when he was a, P, a writer's assistant. Was he a writer's assistant? He was a writer's PA. Writer's PA at The Simpsons, stir the natural peanut butter, which you know, the natural, uh, the oil separates from the solid. Yeah. And you have to incorporate it all. Yeah. It's like concrete. And it like dribbles down the side and shit. It's kind of a shitty- If you rush. If you rush. If you rush. (laughs) You got to be slow and steady. That's where it's an informative experience. It's Or transformative, I think. Transformative. You just really just go slow and. When I, when Wait, I did you it. call him the spoon man? Was he the spoon man because no, no. of this? Because no. you made him stir with a spoon? <laughs> no. You got to do it with a knife. I recommend a knife and then alternating between knife and fork. <laughs> really? But then there's also kind of a cheat way to do it a Kobayashi Maru. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if, you, if you microwave the jar for a minute, a full minute? Yeah. Oh, so that way it's not too it kind of breaks too it solid. Up. Yeah, it breaks it up. That's some hot peanut butter. If you try to do it cold, that's like an hour of stirring. Hey, that's okay. a good. When I heard that, I was like, "Shit, I would, I would make somebody do that for me if yeah, I could." If I yeah. could you know, if they're just do trying to fill up their time. You if know? we ever get a <laughs> uh, uh, a dumbbells PA, we're gonna make that. It wasn't to be an asshole, hundred <laughs> percent. How was, much? What what percentage was it? Asshole. Thirty five percent. Oh, that's not too bad. <laughs> It's like, if you from whatever what, what job you do, be it writer's PA or executive producer, you got to just do it like awesomely. Yeah. And like think about it and have a plan and execute and exceed expectations. And that's like you can do it. I love it. Every level. You got to bring in 
I wish I'd known that when I. Well, anyway, um, that's here. the Jocko Wilnick thing, yes. right? Do you know him? No, man. He's like a crazy, uh, not crazy. He's like a military guy, and he has this book, Extreme Ownership. He was a Navy SEAL, like Commander Navy SEAL, and he everything he talks about is extreme ownership. So it's like whatever it is that you're doing, you are the absolute best at own it. Like own a, it hard. Own it hard, like yeah. above and beyond. So it's like if your job is to make coffee, like you make the best coffee. Oh, you research it, it right. you find out what people like and you do that. And if you if you have that at like you know, every area that you command, like if everybody is like participating in that, you achieve like great level of success and so the be people a, get so promoted. be a pleasing robot. <laughs> yeah. I mean you know you're you're vulnerable to exploitation at that of course. Yeah. Right. But I just, yeah my theory for that is ABP always be producing. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. If you're, I mean, like, produce the coffee. Anticipate problems, exceed expectations, you know, make it, make it friendly, make it interesting, innovate. If it's like the coffee or the peanut butter, or if it's like some awesome other job, I don't know what other jobs there, there is are. no other job. There are no other jobs. Not for anybody here. Uh, so, uh, okay, so keep going. So, uh, you're in that writer's room, you get a bunch of these snacks. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I mean, they just, that segues sort of into my little, my little, I'll speed through my little journey Ooh, here. I love if this that's journey. okay. Yeah, yeah, no, because the journey is important. Because we yeah. want to know. We'll get to where you're at now, but right. what? Yeah, we so, usually do get. Uh, yeah, we start off by obviously mm-hmm. just talking to you about your fitness and where you are, and if you need to answer any questions or just tell us about you know how you got where you are. Uh, let's start from the beginning here. Well, or the, the beginning of this journey. The sort of beginning of the journey is me reading an article in college about television writers getting free lunch every day. Okay. And this was so, and thus an artist was born. <laughs> um, so I guess that was like in 1992, and I'm old. Yeah. Did and, you, and where'd you grow up? I grew up in Boston, and in I Boston. went to school in Philadelphia. In Philly, okay. And um, so I read this article. And so you're in college and you're starving. I'm starving. <laughs> I wasn't starving. There was a food plan, actually. I, I probably was fat there too but you like were, you were getting free meals also right yeah. well, i mean technically yes yeah but not like i just remember hearing about people getting like chinese takeout and stuff and yeah. thinking like oh man that's oh, yeah. if i could get that free that's heaven that's uh, yeah you've you, made it right yeah what is it about someone paying for your food that's like so feels like such a win feels like you've it made really it. does yeah i don't know it's a it's a basic need met i guess you know or like a something like I don't a know. per diem like when you were on Hong kong <laughs> island yeah did you have a per diem where they yeah. gave you a little bit of cat that that seems so ex- that's better than salary it's not really <laughs> but like it sounds so exciting you have to spend this every day yeah, go you take have it money, you take have money this. that you are supposed you have to, to i've spend never had a day. per diem yeah. i dream of a per diem <laughs> i've had a lot of other stuff go my way but yeah <laughs> I mean, it could happen. Yeah, still. I wonder if it is a a guy thing too of of uh, being extra excited that somebody's paying for your lunch because yeah. usually you're <laughs> the one paying for right. meals. Yeah, could be, yes, yeah. you know, or in in the in the classic sense of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, dating has changed. But no, it's whatever. part of the uh, all the, the shackles that this patriarchy has put on us. Yeah, I mean, man, we, we never get a meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay for us, right? Is that what bad, you wanted to bad. say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, good. yeah. Cool. So cool. you're starving, and so, you're, you're so my you're dream. Looking, so I realized okay. here's my dream. I'm maybe a TV writer, right? This yeah. is awesome. You wear jeans. You, you write and like you dumb jokes. Yeah, you, you get free lunch from like whatever like restaurant you want. So I graduate, move to LA, dink around, somehow BS my way to as to get Mike Mitchell's job. On the show, the first Ellen sitcom. Okay. Oh, got it. So this is like in right before she even came out. The when, Ellen, the 
Ellen what was it Sh- called? Ellen? Ellen? It was called Ellen. Ellen. Yeah. It was like a very Seinfeld, Bruce right. Seinfeld show. Yeah. And it's and I was writing for the working for the writers that wasn't writing. They were writers, and I was I was I was in charge of getting lunch every day and get to hand out the menus. Got and it. And I I will say this: I was worse than Mitch, I, if possible. <laughs> That's great. If you can imagine, no, I, mean, no. I was terrible. I was not ABP at all. I wish. And the writers were trying to tell me like. There, be good at this. Right. It did not sink in. But regardless, in addition to like, you know, somewhat barely competently getting the lunch every day, you know, you could order, you could, I, the writer's PA also got free lunch. Okay. So then uh, we discovered yeah. California Pizza Kitchen, which I'd never heard of. We went there like four times a week. Yeah, and a, every day I would eat and a full salad of the gorgonzola walnut salad okay. and the full hoisin duck pizza <laughs> like every day the every full, the full every thing day every time eat, you guys would get it yes from there. so i would eat two oh my probably meals. a 2500 calorie oh yeah at least at least experience yeah now i now know every day every day like and like i would be like just like shoveling food into my mouth all because the time because it was free it was free and i i wasn't a writer but i was allowed to like suckle off the yeah. writer's food budget teat and so food i teat. immediately like ballooned up and the writers are like oh look look how fat he is they're like laughing at me oh jesus christ and you got um, the pa15 the pa15 <laughs> it was yeah it, it was really crazy and i would you know and then there's the rest of it of just you know snacks and garbage and right. other stuff and plus aren't you just sitting yeah i, I mean, mean the, other than going out to get the food yeah if you're bad at your job you're not like <laughs> out looking for work to do you're just looking to do the minimum amount of work right well in the culture is you just eat all day i mean that's just yes. basically Snack. for for yeah. for riders room and a lot of people have this with kind of desk jobs where you just where you're inside all day with a group it's like part of the way you bond and get through the day is that you you know reward yourself with little meals and snacks mm-hmm. basically all day mm-hmm. water cooler i mean you like you know yeah. like you're sitting at your desk you get up so that you can walk around but what are you going you're going to you're the going kitchen to eat. yeah to grab us quick snack and it's particularly noteworthy in the writing community it's just that's just what what you do mm-hmm. it's just like you just eat all day basically right? <laughs> well yeah i mean it's changed yeah a little bit i think people are more health conscious especially in the 90s when tv was exploding and there were like a million shows and seinfeld and friends was right, hitting sure and like, so it's just food, and like, cocaine and like, and like young people were like filtering into the industry right. like crazy like young you know smarty pants dickheads were like just you know, that was like the tech bubble of, right. of yeah. that. You know what I mean? Of the writers. Yeah. Of like every like smarty pants. Oh, this is our, t- yeah, our Harvard t- t- ticket guy. to riches or whatever. Right. Um, so I'm just going to, so I got fat. I was fired from that job justifiably. <laughs> and, but luckily I was, then I was able to just through insane circumstance, get hired as a writer on Seinfeld. Now this is like bananas. Oh shit. I don't oh, know. Shit. I, I know. know it's, it's not like, it's. I was not emotionally prepared for that job. It, I'm like, why did they? I never felt like I deserved to be there. It was like it's the most stressful thing that ever happened to me. Wow. So that was like more and like. There's also isn't even a writers' room there. You're just like pitching to Larry and Jerry, and I'm like terrified out of my mind and like. So it's like you and Fred Stoller were getting pushed yeah, around. There. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I was like Fred Stoller Jr. And like, so I'm like, again, and then Seinfeld, but I'm trying to keep this on the food fitness angle, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. it. So Seinfeld had the buffet 
every day. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Really? So, like, at least on Ellen, people would order, and you would order. So right. I'd order two 1,500-calorie entrees. Right. And that way, you'd eat that. Yes. Right. But Seinfeld had a buffet every day, and I'm so... So it's like craft services, basically. And, no, but craft services and, like, a restaurant. Oh so it would be, like, sushi, sushi, Roku, or... Oh, what Terra Sushi? That was the '90s su- Valley Sushi oh, place yeah, of, Studio of City. the day. Yeah. Studio City, right? Radford. Yeah, it was like, you know, um, <laughs> it was like good. Or, you know, Daily Grill, Daily Grill, Louis, <laughs> Louise's, all these places like grease, grease ball, greasy, salty sure. places, oh, and, and it's buffet style. Buffet style. Oh, it's every day Jesus. you're just like sitting in your office. Forget it. It's all coming back to me. I'm reliving this nightmare <laughs> of like I'm so terrified. I'm gonna get fired because I don't. I'm, I, you know, it's yeah, very intimidating. And then you're just thinking, you're just thinking about lunch because you're anxious. Yeah, you're stressing. And then a giant lunch arrives and buffet. <laughs> there's no, you don't have the two, the pizza box and the giant salad container that tell you when to stop eating right. your, your regular massive lunch. Oh you yeah, just, there's no shell casings lying no, around. You no. don't know how many bolts you shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you just eat and eat and eat and eat. And because you're just, not getting charged per plate either, no, so you're not stacking no. plates. You just feel like, well, I gotta. Try everything. And oh my then, god! Yeah, and go course. back to the stuff that's good, and then you're like in a coma to the afternoon for the second half so of the, the day. Then short version of that is I'm fired from that job. Oh Jesus! Oh my god! Guys, because okay, of, because of what you ate. Well, it didn't help. Yeah, <laughs> it did not help. Eh. It was the complicated situation, but I'll just say they were. I think they made the right choice. <laughs> right. But um, okay. So then, okay, bang. Then my fitness re- life begins. After Seinfeld. After Seinfeld. Okay. All right. I'm tired of getting fired and eating myself into into un- unemployment. Yeah. Yeah. Again and again. So I know I joined a gym. I joined the super gay West Hollywood Ultra Body Fitness. I don't remember what it was called. Ultra Body Fitness. No, it wasn't called that. It was one of those chains, but it was it's the like real, Santa Monica Boulevard, the like really in Boys gay, Town. The really gay one. Yeah. But it was near where I apartment and it was good. And the guys there were inspirational. Yeah, aspirational I'm, bodies for sure. Yeah, and um, and then I, you know, I began, and then the journey began, and I got in after getting good shape. You know, it was lifting, cardio, all that stuff, and so then I got hired on The Simpsons. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to screw this up, right, guys? Okay, so you're armed going into I'm The armed. Simpsons. Yeah, because you're going to ready. Mm-hmm. Somewhat, how like how long was the span of you um, getting into fitness before the Simpsons job started? I had like a year of unemployment where I was like working out a lot and like got it. I went home and my dad would be like, "What the hell are you doing? Why don't you have a job? <laughs> we, so. we paid to send you to college and you work for Seinfeld." And I'm like, "Yeah, but look, Dad, I have guns now. Nice. He's yeah. like, I'm getting in shape. He's dad, like, fuck off, thick, bro. I don't care." <laughs> uh, so and so then you 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 go in with open eyes about the about the food environment there. And so you know what gonna, you're about to get into. You're not going to fall victim to the food environment. Right. So, you know, this is a long time ago, but, you know, obviously, the being able to order from wherever you want is a, is a trap. Right. But, right. you know, over the, over the many years I've spent there, I've now evolved into, I evolved into a fitness machine where I became, was eating very healthy, uh-huh. like not snacking, and you know, going to the gym, the Fox Gym, a lot, and working out with various trainers over the years. But you know, then then I show, I sent you this article, right? So there was an article that's written so about. Fast forward like ten years later, they're writing an article. Okay, yeah. So this this article is really cool uh, about Selman, and uh, it's called the anti Homer 
work, the anti-homer workout. And uh, so it's basically you're, you know, in incredible physical condition in this. Um, they talk about your workouts in there. You're banging out seven days a week, an hour a day, weight training, running twice a day. Um, and well, like, we're, not quite that, but <laughs> well, maybe a little hyperbole for right, the, sure. yeah, for the article. We'll but, put a link on the website. Uh, yeah, website? We'll put a, yeah, sure. So it's, a, it's like, a, it's a good piece and you know what you're talking about yeah. in it. Um, and then, uh, you're doing a lot of like functional stuff, um, you know, and you seem at to be at, in that article, like at a good place. Like you're not falling victim to gimmicks. It's not like you're somebody that just like, oh, I discovered spin and I go all the time. Right. It's like, you've been through all of that. Now you're at a stage where you're. Where you're doing things that you like doing, responding keeping, to your own body, right, responding exactly. to your own body, keeping yes, yourself I feel like in shape. I knew shape. what my body liked. Right, yeah. that's a great way of putting it. Um, but so then the article comes out. <laughs> the article like, comes out. You know, pride go before the fall, and you know, I'm probably like I'm probably like one eighty five, one ninety. Like my upper body is pretty big. You know, I have a gym in my house. Not a gym, like a, you know, like I love like literally what you set up. I have like a stuff in my garage, like what you have. Right. So you have some equipment. You love training equipment. legs. I lunges, love legs. Squats. I love the back. I've I've bailed on like chest and arms. Like I know that's nonsense. In like, right. Just, I'm like beating myself up for not having worked out my back more as a younger man. Right. You know? But right. I'm yeah. I'm really into the the funniness of workout culture and the silliness and sure. the narcissism and the contradictions that it, it just the whole, I love workout culture. I love gyms. I love working out. I love, you know, I can't wait to go to hotels. So like it's like a new gym I can try. Like Absolutely. I'm just nuts for it. The article comes out and like I herniate my back. <laughs> oh fuck man. <laughs> and like, it's like, it's bad. Like I've never had a injury. And then one day I'm, Dinking around the house. In fact, it was a year ago now. I was helping my friend punch up the movie The Boss Baby. Never heard of it. I was working on The Boss Baby. <laughs> I and, saw it. And uh, um, just I'm just lying there, and then all of a sudden, just like massive sciatic attack, like kaboom. Oh, well, so you're still dealing with this? Yeah. Wow. So this is just recent. Well, like a year ago. So like, yeah, like last February. Well, now it's actually a year and a, a year and a bit. Yeah. Um. This this injury happened. Yeah, and I don't know how I did it. You don't. So there's you. Don't, you can't isolate the mechanism of injury. No, it so, just came on. And like the do- all the doctors were so eager to keep me from finding a way to blame myself, which I think was good doctoring. Yeah. yeah. They're like, no, it could have been sitting, could have been age, could have been running, could have been lifting, could have been anything. You know. Right. Could have been just that one weird suitcase you didn't lift the right way. Sure. Although I do have. There's a Romanian deadlift. <laughs> I am. If I had to pick one thing, one moment, it might have been a, like a little bit of a heavy Romanian deadlift thing that I'm a little suspect about. that you felt. A I didn't bit feel of a- anything, but I remembered thinking like, "Why am I going so heavy on this? Like, what's the point?" Yeah, yeah. I mean that. Ha- you know that happens. It's like you lose the mindfulness. Mm-hmm. You know, I- so it's like you're 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 slamming through and like things are going good, and then you lose a little bit of the mindfulness, mm-hmm. right? You know, and then also you're getting, you know, you're you're fatigued, you're tired, you're just focused on finishing, and then like sometimes when that happens, uh, and, form, like, form and dudes and you know dudes also love we love progress, right? Yeah, like your body becomes an unlockable, you know, video game achievement list <laughs> like oh man yeah. i can unlock this shit i, I want to unlock things i want to see that i'm getting stuff done and right like, getting that like big or swole or jacked or ripped or 
yoked or all those great things that I dream of being, <laughs> you know, like you want to just not just feel like you're just being healthy. You, right. You know, you want the, you want to move forward. Right, you're right, right. You want progression. No, I mean, seeing those tangible results are, it's wildly satisfying. Like yeah. you can't, I mean, you know, there's, there's nothing like it, you know? In so, most cases, do you know exactly when you've herniated a disc? Usually? I saw, it depends. Like everybody's different, but it's certainly one of those injuries that can that can just come on, and then you start to feel like you know some numbness or tingling in your leg, or you know like buzzing, you know, in your yeah. leg, like severe discomfort. You don't always you don't always feel it happening. That's crazy because it's it's usually like it's brought on by it's by like years and years of something going on that you're not addressing. Right. And then, but you know, sometimes there's those instances like you were talking about, like picking up a suitcase wrong or whatever. You're at your most vulnerable, like in a suspended lift. So if you're holding something out in front of you and you twist, that's like you know uh, you 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 can't you don't have all your your core about you. Right. So your core, like your core that around your C spine, is 29 muscles that basically work in synergy to protect those you know, those discs from sliding out of place or twisting. And, you know, if they're not working together, then, you know, shit's going to go bad. So then you, so this happened to you past, uh, last February. Last so February. A year, a year and change. And then, so how have you been recovering? Well, the short, ver- so I have to tell my sad, my sad story. Yeah. Let's hear the sad Which is like, so I mean, you know, like, whatever, hanging out, super pain, like a nine on my leg. So this is boss baby. This happens when you're... Ba- just you're emailed boss baby off. Okay. Feeling good. Like, this is going to Your be jokes a, are in. This movie's going to be great. Your jokes are <laughs> and, in. And uh, um, it's the boss baby, by the way. Got the it. boss, sorry. It's not sorry. The Don't boss call baby. it boss baby. <laughs> um, There's a different movie called Boss Baby. So, <laughs> Well, this is the dumbbells. This is the dumbbells. This is yeah. the dumbbells. Yeah, yeah. so we get so, it. We get it. We get it. There's dumbbells. I call my doctor. My doctor says... You have to go to the emergency room because you want to make sure you haven't permanently f- screwed up the nerve that Shit. says whether or not you tells your body whether you can hold in pee or not. Yeah, you don't yeah. want incontinence. Right. Right. So that's I, scary shit. I mean, yeah. that's, you know. So I go to the emergency Fuck room. Dude. It's like steroids, you know, pump ER, CAT scan, steroids, morphine, nice. Oops. everything, MRIs, like the barrage of tests. Sure. Then, a, then, like, you kind of, I feel better, but there's, like, weakness in my leg. Oh, that's, did you get the drop toe? Drop toe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time drop. I still have it a little bit. So, I have the drop toe. And so, then my doctor says, you know, I think you should have the surgery, not because of the pain, but I don't want you to have permanent, like, you know, leg weakness. Yeah. Right. So. So, drop toe. So, what people know is you lose the ability to, to dorsiflex your toe upward. So it's like you drag your foot when you're walking. I mean, it's scary shit. Like your 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 brain is telling your leg to move and lift, and it just is not Doesn't, doing it. Yeah. So that's you know people talk about like throwing their back out or hurting their back all the time, and you know stuff happens. But you know the level of injury that you sustain to cause that is significant. Yeah. It's significant. Crazy. It was crazy. You're so, severely structurally compromised. So like four super scary days of like everyone in the world recommending a different spine surgeon oh, slash. God. Back philosophy, yeah. <laughs> Crystals, harnesses, trusses, swimming, robots, Pilates, robots. Hey, yoga. listen, it's all about the traction. You got to get in the traction. Yeah, Pilates, up, being upside down. Yeah. Like this surgeon, that surgeon. Is he a neurosurgeon? Is he a spine surgeon? Did I mean like? Yeah, that was as. And then you're like, holy shit! I have to make a decision. Yeah. So I just went with the first person they told me to go to. <laughs> nice, good decision. Oh, smart. The first person I could get in to see, but he did. He was the doctor. 
Dr. Sanjay Karana. Who, shout out. Shout out. Who, My dude. Who, um, he was the guy when Harrison Ford crashed his plane on the golf course. Which time? He was golfing oh. and pulled him out of the wreckage and helped him out and stabilized oh, really? him. Jesus. So I felt that was like a good sign. That's, yeah, a, good that's sign. a good sign. He's a Harrison Ford guy. Yeah. Good enough for Indiana Jones? Yeah, if you can save Indy. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the microdiscectomy. Wow. It was all. Damn. And they, the doctors thought, okay, your foot will be better after this. Like, it'll be like good as new. And it wasn't. Shit. So it was like, it wasn't as bad as before, but like, it was still very weak and like, Compared to the other foot, the left foot was super drop. So I hope this isn't too boring. No, no, it's not. It's there. not at all. It's not anyway, at all. So, Jeez, the fucking doctor was the guy that saved that's true. Harrison that's Ford a, for Christ's sake. When a story's boring, <laughs> celebrity name drop. <laughs> Spice it up. So, um, you know, just and then I saw so I'm like 190. I'm big. I'm like six feet. So I'm like I have this ridiculous torso, and like other writers are making fun of me because my shirt is like opening and stuff. There you go. I'm like. <laughs> Probably t- a little too big for like a n- normal writer, and <laughs> you're pushing people. So around. I just, you know, and it's like then, you, then I'm like, you know, you can't work out. I couldn't work out. Yeah, like, it's yeah. Big, and I'm not going to go near a weight. No, and no weight bearing. I didn't do anything. No, I no resistance. I did like some it. physical therapy, which is boring, and I didn't do a great job at it. And you know, just what the. But I stopped eating sugar. That was my smart move there. Good. That if I'm going to like be immobile. I don't need sugar. Right. And a surgery is a great time to start a new diet. Yeah. Because you just had surgery and you're like, everything's reset. Yeah. You got to refocus. You've taken the Colace uh, stool softener <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> so everything so comes out. So you're empty. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, well, Shout that's out to a, Colace, the new sponsor hey. of Dumbbells. We'll take, we'll take, we'll take them. them. Uh, that's, a, that's a huge thing because we've had people write in and we've actually answered it multiple times on the show where it's like, I've, I've gotten, I've had, I've sustained this injury. I've gotten surgery. Sure. What do I do in lieu of not being able to, you know, hit the personal records that I was hitting before? Do my best, and we always say like, if you can, if you can focus on a focus diet on component, your diet. yeah. And for some reason, the people once they're not exercising like they used to, they'll stop with the food, and it's like the it's like literally the best time yeah, to re-audit people, your diet again in in a horrible, I mean, because you feel like working out. You physically feel like that is doing more for you. Yeah. But 80% of it is your diet. 80% is diet. That's such a bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. It's fucking brutal. But so good on you. So you eliminate sugar. So that's major. Right. And and even like you guys were saying in the earlier ones, like that the sweetened, sweetened drinks, even the diet sweetened drinks, cut those out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I heard you. It was a good tip on Doughboys. You talked about that. And so... That that's a weird trick. So people a lot of times to kind of help them get over cutting out the sweets will go with diet beverages and it has a sweet taste. The problem is that your body hormonally primes itself to get calories based on that sweetness like I completely believe that. Yeah. Like I believe that more than super Christian people believe in God. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, wait, wait, maybe not. Um but No, you don't. But um I I also believe any fitness theory that has told me I believe everything. <laughs> like every infomercial I've seen, I'm like, that's it. That's yeah. it. They've got yeah. it. That's, Shake weight's I, I, got it right. Everything, I believe. Like the PX90, I believe that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing that you're doing too. Muscle confusion. I love muscle confusion. I mean, it makes so much <laughs> yeah. sense. It does. I mean, maybe it's real. But like this, I really believe about sweetness. Yeah. So be- so it's it's priming you to to receive a massive dose of calories, but those calories never come. Right. But you still get the same hormonal response from it. And then also because your body's anticipating calories, 
uh, we talked about it before. Ghrelin, it it, it secretes ghrelin, which is a uh, which is for hunger. And so then you're going to like ingest more calories than you normally would. So if you're combining like diet Coke with meals and stuff, it takes you beyond what you would normally eat. You're eating more and more and more. And it's just kind of like this silent killer that's like adding and writers drink a lot of diet that's also that's also the just the straight up science ish side of it the bro science and the science Mm -hmm. side of it yeah the mental you know um um overeat kind of side of it or your relationship with food side of it is if you keep drinking even diet soda what you're actually doing for yourself is going either a this is just as good and then all of a sudden you start relying on that just as much and then you feel like you're doing better but you know ultimately you're not or you're drinking that that diet soda and going it's not as good as a regular coke or a regular pepsi so then you actually put that worse food on a higher pedestal and makes you crave it even more just mentally every time you see a regular coke you want it more then you're going to have it and then next time you have it you're going to try to have 10 of them so that you can fit them in your system when you're yeah, having it and so on and cultivates so like binge behavior yeah, and binge all that kind of stuff huge. but i think it's easier tell me if i'm wrong guys it's uh, easier to cut out oh. an entire category of food than it is to like portion control i mean portion control is important but like it's if you're having fried chicken and it's like right there, it's so hard to stop and not have that third piece. But if it's really easy to say, I never drink Coke, mm-hmm. for me anyway. I never drink Diet Coke. Like I'm cut these things out of my life. Right. I mean, it, I think it depends on the person. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're looking at like f- food addiction is one of those things that's like really slippery territory because it's like we obviously need to eat to survive. Right. So you have to you have like you have to have this controlled exposure to food, okay? But if you have an addictive personality or you find yourself overindulging or binge eating, which I, I have a tendency to do, I I have the best results by just complete omission. Yeah. So it's yeah. So it's like not not just having a little bit of sweets. Whereas like my wife, my wife can have like a, some taste of things and just kind of move on, have like a like part of a cookie in her bag and not ever think about it and she's like, a chipper. Yeah. She's like yeah. she could just do heroin once a month and be fine with it. Where you and I would be dead in a week. I'd be dead in a week. 100%. Going for it. Hard. Going for it. Yeah. So it's just I think it's knowing that and then knowing, you know, if there's a component in a meal that can be a trigger or, you know, if it's like this coke, diet coke, whatever it is is going to cause you to like overindulge and it's just, you know, look into like the omission part of yeah. it, you know. So it's uh but you know, everybody, you know, each person's each person's different. You know, another interesting thing too, when I was, when you were talking about that on Doughboys was, um, and we've talked about it on here, a sw- like a diet sweet beverage also helps you sidestep palate fatigue. So, you know, if you're eating like uh, chips, right, and you would normally kind of hit your limit with the chips, eventually you'd be done with it. If you're also like patting yourself on the back by having a Diet Coke and you're sipping that while you're eating the chips, you're introducing sweetness and then so that sweetness helps you sidestep the palate fatigue. So you're eating, you know, 100% more chips than you normally Got would it, right. minus that that Coke beverage. So it'd be funny if one week you guys got an awesome new sponsor of like the American Sugar Council. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All yeah. your advice flipped. Yeah. We go hard I for, for sugar. Look, I would. Hey, come on. Hey, man, you we're know, just trying to pay Trump's bills. America. Yeah. You know, listen. I mean, the yeah. one time. No, I didn't. Well, what do you think about this? Is the one to me, like, if I'm going to have something garbage. I try to do it around like 
like 11 o'clock in the, in the morning because I know I'm probably working out during lunch and at least that'll go kind of straight to fuel. Yeah. That's yeah. like my, so if I'm going to like do a weird like garbage treat, like a pastry or something and I just cave in, like do it in the morning but and then at least in my mind, this is turning into workout fuel as opposed to like at the end of the day where it just turns to fat. Yeah, I mean, there, that you know, there's, I made there's, that up. there's, you know, um, timing, like meal timing and, mm-hmm. and all of that, uh, that comes into play. Ultimately for, you know, if, for, if, if you're looking to get specific results, yeah, you're going to eat a certain way throughout the day to, right. you know, turn this into fuel, eating your complex carbs, you know, earlier mm-hmm. in the morning if you're working out you know, so that you can break it down in time, that kind of stuff, and use it for energy. However, um, you know, for the everyday writer, you know, or whoever else is out there listening to, Mm. you know, this, and you're, like, just living your life, um, you eat it when when you feel like (laughs) you eat it, and then you move on. And you you know, and then you don't eat it again for a while. You know, you don't punish yourself for it. Right. You know, you just kind of let it be like that pastry, and then fucking yeah. I mean, that's call that, it a life. I like that. I also, I mean, there is there is something to be said. Like if you you know, if you do have the occasional bagel or something like that, like try like okay, I'm gonna do it at eleven to give myself a shot to sure. work it off. That's cool, but also I like what Eugene's saying is where you don't ritualize or fetishize it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like it, if you fucking you decide to have it, it happens, and then you move on. Yeah. But if you if you are looking at like just the hormones of it, like you do have the best shot of working it out earlier in the day, right? And you're better off having it earlier than later, right before you go to bed, right? Because but you should you should give yourself the gut rest. Yeah. But I like I like the idea of just not fetishizing it or ritualizing. Hey, it. Hey, listen, everybody's going to fucking you know. Chuck E. Cheese or Shakey's, right? <laughs> and what? that's usually, you know, you, you go to a pizza parlor for a birthday party. Yeah. Come nighttime. Yeah. It's usually not going to be around 11. And, you're, that, yeah. you know. You want to have a slice of Zot? You're going to have some Zot night. You're going to have a little Zot night? Don't beat yourself up. Or, like, do a Tough Mutter the next day. Do a Tough Mutter. Oh, tough Mutter. Yeah. Um, okay, so where so where are you at now? So what's, what's, what's yeah, happening now? So it's now? been a year and change. You've Cut out the sugar. You did some physical, physical therapy. therapy. So I have a new. I then I got a new trainer. Okay, and I'd, I've had other trainers in the past that I was really enjoying solo workout lifestyle. Sure, the therapeutic. Yeah, uh, solo time of it. I really liked going to the box gym and like just doing my stuff and like kind of having like eye contact friendships with like all the guys there. But not knowing them, yeah, no, yeah. but no, like conversations. You never like, need to know, and them, just but you know, really knowing, like I loved, I loved the like. All right, today I'm going to do legs and this, and then I'm tomorrow I'm going to do arms and back, and then oh my god, I can't believe it's been four days since I've done chest. I've got to right. oh my poor chest. I've got to hit that my poor chest. My, and I would come back to the writer's room and report on your poor all chest. my observations about all the people who I thought was lame. Oh yeah, it's who the I best. Was you would talk shit about the people that were in the gym? Yes, really, it's oh, a yeah. huge part of it. Oh yeah, because <laughs> wow, because I, I didn't. I usually, I don't. I think it's really hard to focus on lifting with good form, and if you're listening to music, I know I'm, I'm probably alone in this, but like, especially also not for podcasts and like audiobooks. So like, I just wouldn't listen to anything if I'm lifting. 
Yeah. Card- cardio, yes, but just I just wanted to be like focused, you know, good form. You needed squeeze, that situational awareness. Whatever, like type two micro tears or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. if I'm only getting type one micro tears? Yeah, no. Uh, I've wasted my time. <laughs> Slow twitch versus fast yeah, twitch. Yeah, I can. Isometric you know, just and super, all. really trying to max it out. I mean, right. Obviously, with a trainer, you can push it a little harder, but I really was loving the solo thing. Then I would come back to the room and report on everything and the writers are just like hating me so hard <laughs> so funny and like plus this article has come out where i've kind of said i've kind of said in the article like you know the 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 way the reason people write articles about me is not because i'm interesting because it's the hook like oh kind of fit guy writes for fat world's most famous fat guy right, right? Sure. yeah sure and like you write fat jokes for a living and and like yet oh my god this guy likes to work out he's and, but i've but in the article, I'm like, I've seen a lot of other writers turn into real life Homer Simpsons. And then all the, you know, oh then, then those oh people boy. hear me like come back and be like, oh my God, this, this woman's lunges were so bad. She was just destroying her knees. I wanted to say something, but I just couldn't figure out a way how to say it. And like, you know, I, you know, these indulgent runs oh, and they man. were like hating me and the article comes out and then I herniate myself. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> they're, they're, Icarus they're loving flying it. too close yes, to the sun. They're yeah. loving it. And I, I, they were right to love it. <laughs> and I'd be so like, oh funny. my God, the CrossFit, the CrossFit bros at the gym are just, look, I respect what they're doing, but they're just, they're, they're clearly peacocking for the rest of us and they just need to like, <laughs> make it personal for them and like endless endless <laughs> nonsense about like you know the different people there and like um how i i one of the things like i respect when i see a big person who's really overweight at the gym and we're, we're kind of fit people i have like such respect for them yes and i just like my heart goes out for them because it is like so hard to be the only like kind of big person in like a gym of like kind of fitness ding-dongs. Yeah. And I'm just like, it takes so much bravery and courage to do that. And I, I'm like, I, I'm like, I wish there was an international symbol of like support I could give them like a, so that like, they know I'm not thinking like, oh, that girl's big or whatever. Right. But just like, hey, awesome, baby, you're doing it, you know? Yeah, it it would be cool. I mean, it's something that comes up. I wish up. there was like a gang sign or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if a gang sign would do it. Uh, flash, I think that would be something Flash them the blood sign. Or yeah. like a Just special try earring I could wear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, support earring. A bana- support a, earring, just a like. Bandana in the right pocket. Because like, yeah. you know, we're all lucky guys. I think we've never been that huge. We're like going to the gym. We felt like unbelievable shame. No, it, I. No, I, I never hope. have, and but it's honestly something that's come up on the show yeah. a lot, where people are um, uncomfortable. Just you know, like even if they they're not the biggest person in there, right. just like being the most unfit person, or just out of shape, Some, or not knowing yeah. what to do. And it's just sure. there's only we say it as much as we can. It's just like nobody, please go. Like nobody's everybody's right. happy that you're there. Right. Like, it no. sounds patronizing or self congratulatory, but like I just I know what you mean. I though. love seeing those people at the gym more than. The guy who's bigger than me, I hate that guy. Yeah, the guy that's bigger than you, you try <laughs> the to break down the, like, so that you'd crazy, feel better about like, yourself. Yeah, like giant super carved shoulders that I just will never have. Or <laughs> yeah, that thick neck, thick yeah. neck, all that's you know. Take a hike, coconut shoulders. Nice. Get those, Coke. get those ledges <laughs> out of here, you fucking bitch. Nice. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yo, you motherfuckers know what time it is. Five star motivational, motivational marker. marker. That means uh, a bunch of y'all have been reviewing and uh, rating us on iTunes. Thank you so much. Five stars. Um, and uh, the reviews have been uh, great to read as well. Thank you so much for your support. 
Um, and now we want to support you. We want to give you some motivation uh, at home. Hopefully, if you're listening to this right now, you have just finished a workout or are currently working out since we're about 39 minutes into the podcast. Um, hey, it- listener. This is a good time to start if you haven't done it yet. Yeah. We're not demanding it. We're not being fucking monsters what here. What are we saying it is? It's a gentle nudge. Like a, just a tap on the neck. Tap on the neck. We're the helping you. Small of the, like, right, right. Right where your hair should start. <laughs> Just walk up and down some stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Walk, whatever it is. Yeah. Walk up some stairs. Yeah. Walk around the block, whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, doesn't have to be uh, a military workout. Um, but Just yeah. Something. So for those of you uh, that did rate and review us, stand by for a little custom piece of motivation. Ready? Emily E. Wall. Wow, you exercise. We will motivate y'all. Nice. That's it, in case she's with the group. No, 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 I love that. Yeah. I'll do the next one. Bjort. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, man. That's think, it? Yeah. The I name's enough. <laughs> fucking the name is enough, and I think just hearing it, he'll, he or she will feel the wrath of Bjort. Sean Savage, Sean Savage, your, may your workouts be as savage as your name, Savage. Nice. nice. Yeah. Nice. You couldn't leave Savage on the table. I'm not, imp- I'm, I'm not from like an improv background. Like no, 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 no. That, that was the it. smart move. <laughs> you use the whole buffalo. Play, you can't play leave. it safe. Hey, Savage isn't the name. Yeah. <laughs> we got you know, two name. We had two thick name yeah, ones coming here. Bjorn and fucking Savage. David Mamet, don't bring a gun on stage unless you're going to shoot it, right? There so you, you got go. a name like Savage. You got to use it in the in the custom piece of motivation. Yeah. Well, exactly uh, if there's a double-ended dildo over the mantelpiece. <laughs> by the third act, you should see two people penetrated see, by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. You can't leave that. This is rated E for, right? <laughs> for everybody, yeah. Everybody. yeah. For everybody. For everybody who wants to fucking listen. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, if you are exercising, take a pick or it didn't happen. Yeah. We'll retweet it with the hashtag pickproof. Also, uh, quick, uh, and it's not a plug. It's more of a, a quick reminder that uh, the May yeah the May um, challenge challenge uh, starts on Monday May first. We'll do a little mini episode on that Monday to tell you exactly what the workout's going to be for the whole month. Uh, we would love for you to be part of it. I'm going to be part of it. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, good. Um, All right. So uh, so uh, listen one. for the uh, mini episode that will happen um, Monday midweek after this episode. Uh, drops. And you guys are going to like the challenge. It's going to be something physical, I will say, and something involving the 31 days of May. And the 31 flavors of... No, it won't. It'll be the 31 <laughs> days of May. Cool. Hey, maybe re- reward afterwards. Ooh, maybe we'll just buy somebody ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's cute. That's pretty cute. 31 that's cute. flavors. Yeah. I mean, it's cute, so we probably won't do it. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, cool. But we'll figure it out. Um, so keep listening. Uh, but yeah, and if you want to hear your uh, iTunes handle read out loud and get a custom piece of motivation from us or our guests, just rate us and review us five stars on iTunes and we'll find you. Yeah, we will. Um, Sean but- Savage sounds like one of the like later year WWE guys That's who never I mean. quite knew who they were. Right. Yeah. They wanted to make him the nephew of Randy right, Savage, right. but he just didn't have the mocks. No, he had like long curly hair that was yeah. always wet, you know. Same, same. 
sunglasses, but it just looked different on him. Yeah. Or like, couldn't grow a beard. Or he was doing well, and then Randy met him and just said, I'm not related to that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would yeah. never snap, snap into a Slim Jim form. No, he's terrible. No, he's just Randy not. wouldn't play ball. Randy was like, oh, no, now I'm, now I'm a Poffo. Because <laughs> him and Leaping Lenny Poffo are cousins. <laughs> right. And they're both Poffos. Uh, s- tragic end of the Macho Man, huh? Yeah. Did he crash a Jeep or something like that? Uh, I think it was... I think it was a small plane into a golf course. All right, that's right. That's how he died? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think no. he crashed a Jeep. Oh, no. Yeah, I think he had like a... And I think it was like a coronary thing that happened, and Oof. then that knocked him unconscious, and then he crashed a Jeep, I think. Right. Sad. Sorry to bring the podcast okay, down. Sorry. Anyways. I just remember him in the Spider-Man movie as Bonesaw. Oh, my God. It's like, could they not get Macho Man? Just weird to see him in full Macho Man regalia. You know what? He's like, maybe he wanted more money if he was going by Macho Man. Yeah, it could be. So or maybe then, he just wanted he didn't want to he wanted to play against type or something. <laughs> You're going nowhere, Spidey. What do you think of that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a change for him. Yeah. I'll watch it again. Uh yeah. So um Okay. So yeah, so, so you've had this crazy fall so, from crazy. Right. So much you, to the delight. There's, there's two phases in your life, the ascent and the decline. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so now I've I've entered the decline and I'm I can't work out. I've stopped eating sugar. My legs messed up. I'm terrified of going to the gym. Right. And my whole identity's been shattered. I'm not working out, so that's like I'm messing with my head a little sure. bit. Like I'm not sure. used to that rush and that experience and you know, I finally, so after I do a lot of walking and tr- eating healthy, but I finally get up my courage and I meet with the doctors, blah, blah, blah. They say it's okay. And I realize I hate physical therapy and it's so boring. Sure. And pointless and like micro movements and I can't motivate to do it, which is bad. I should have done more of that. I, someone recommend, someone who had a much worse accident than me, like a near, a near paralysis accident, rec- recommended this sort of train, rebuilding rehab trainer. Okay. This guy. Can I give him a shout out? Yeah, yeah of my course. Boy Dave Bannock at Studio Gym in uh, Mid City, LA. Anyway. Nice. I, Dave told, I told him, Dave Bannock. I told him I would give him a shout out. Good. Great. Yeah. And, you know, look him up, guys. He, uh, you know, he's really been, it's been great. You know, he's really he worked slow, you know, he's, but he pushed me just the right way. And I feel like the way he trains me is the way the industry, the workout industry is changing and that it's less about leg day, arm day you know, drop sets, that kind of stuff. Right. It's more about high in H I I T right. body weight, mixing high it up, intensity surprising things. Yes. You know, like just constant various constant mix. What are you going to do today? I don't know. What's the, what's it going to be? Yeah. And right. Just strengthening just the, every, all the guts and the butt and the stomach more than like, you know, we never just, just do biceps, which is fine. Who, who cares? And I feel like that's the right direction to go for like a 45 year old dude is to like functional, functional, functional fitness, functional fitness. And that's, and that's sort of, that is right. That's, that's a trend now. That's yeah, like gyms that's are going that way. Like, yeah. like people are like those machines where you kind of isolate one muscle are being taken away right. so that you can do compound. Right. Compound. And then those kind of yellow and black ropes where you kind of do various things. Or the TRX, yeah, TRX ropes. Yeah. TRX ropes. And yeah. So it's, it's, we've gone away from the kind of beach lifts, um, right. you know, where you're doing these like unnatural movements to achieve, you know, aesthetic 
desirable aesthetics uh, and moved more into like um, so sweet to look good. <laughs> yeah, but you know the the positive also, thing is no that, here's, no one cares what you look like, but except for you, like your right. wife doesn't care, your boyfriend doesn't care, people yeah. at work hate you. Like it's <laughs> it's just like a bizarre vanity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I mean, true. that's, that's nobody cares. So now, like, but I think know, that if somebody is balanced properly and they're very fit, their bodies look good. Like, no, yeah, it looks true. good. I mean, and it, it is a, it's, it is more about, you know, that CrossFit mentality, but also just the, uh, you know, functional fitness mentality of mm-hmm. like being able to know how to lift that luggage correctly mm-hmm. to put it in the overhead contain, you know. And, yeah, and, and that how, kind of stuff. And how are you walking? Just like, let's right. just see how you're moving around. Right. You know? So that's... you know, Functional my, patterns and stuff. Yeah. With my clients, it's all just like, let's just see how you're moving around. And then so, okay, well, we can't, go, we can't do anything overhead at all because you have no shoulder mobility. Right. So then it's like you start and you, you build up that mobility and you, you know, start working those retracting muscles and eventually they can get overhead. But the muscle that they then will ultimately put on looks better because they're taking everything through the proper range of, mo- right. proper range of motion. So if you're do you know if you're just focused on like aesthetics or you're doing these kind of like unnatural movements, the it's not going to look as good. You're going to be imbalanced. You know, I, I in my, in my opinion, I IMO agree. IMO is what the kids say. Mm-hmm. Nah. That's an acronym for in my opinion. Got Eugene. it. Heard of you it. like it? Eh, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I I'll feel like on. I've probably cut out shoulder presses. They're done. I'm done. Yeah, with them. you're not doing anything. And I used compound. to love them. I would love just that <laughs> sinking in feeling and. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> do you do push presses though, or no? Um, what are those again? It's basically the same as an overhead press, but you're using a little bit of your of a, like a bounce in your legs to like get momentum. You probably can't do anything overhead. I just yeah. haven't. I just my the two things my doctor said was don't do super weighted squats. In England, you're push compressing the spine sure. downward. So like the shoulder stuff is really bad because it's nothing but if you do a squat the right way, you're Yes, you're not compressing your spine, right? But but if it's heavy, gorilla chest can, high, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but if you're doing a seated shoulder, it's really yeah, hard to get. It. So yeah. just it's like driving a spike into the ground, right? So that uh, whatever you know, <laughs> everyone's little rain must fall, into every life, right, guys? <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, that's all. It's like you know, you find if you're in this for the long haul, and hopefully everybody is and should be. You just you just keep coming up with the workarounds. Yeah. So I used to jog, like I used to be a runner, and like I just I 100 cannot jog anymore at all, and like it was like a huge part. Like I couldn't, you know, I couldn't imagine a week where I wasn't running, you know, five or six days a week, seven sometimes. And then now the way that my knee is, like it's just it ain't gonna happen. And it's been like that for years. And right. I thought like, oh, I'm gonna put a bunch of weight on, or you know, it's just. I'm losing this important part of my life. And that, you know, for a while it was tough, but I've gotten over it. Aerosol I mean, bike, baby. Yeah. All, all that. So I've found all kinds of different, you know, long form cardio that I can yeah. do duration cardio that I can do. But I, you know, I do miss a little bit of the simplicity of just like having my shoes. Right. Just being able to go, you know, there's like no negotiation. It's just like, you just can't, you can't do it at all. Even like one or two days a week. No, nothing. Done. Like Gosh. I couldn't even jog my car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like run, I, mean, I, st- I still run a little bit. Yeah, but I like I never go more than an hour. Yeah, and I never do two days in a row. Right, and I kind of will like walk, run at the end, or I'll stop and then sprint a little bit and try to. Oh yeah, you talked about you doing some interval stuff, right? Yeah, try to do intervals more than just pound, 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 pound. Good, nothing downhill. Yeah, Uh, 
that I mean that's so that's all good to know. Like varying your terrain is good for your joints, and then also varying your tempo too. Yeah. You get the repetitive stress injuries yeah. if you're doing the exact same thing for a long time. Also, a good piece of running advice is every time you go, before you start, think, I'm going to look at the ground <laughs> before I run and not trip and twist my ankle. Yeah. Because you forget oh, to thing. do that, and then you just spaz out. Sorry to all our people with technical spas- spasmodic conditions. Right. But, um, uh, you we're know, gonna letters, spaz we're going to get letters. We're going to get letters. And then How you twist your ankle and you're, and you're off your, and you can't work out. And I've seen that. people blow their faces up from taking spills running. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like yeah. full on, like road rash on their face. Like, it shit happens. But Eugene has the air assault bike in the weight room here, and I, yeah. am, I am envious. It's a good one. Man. I am. I because Dave, my training trainer, introduced me to the magic of that thing, and that is Ooh, like it's a quick. That is crazy. It's a quick killer. So describe it for people. Uh, so it's a, a it's, it's an a, airdyne bike. It's an airdyne bike. It's an old school. There's machine. an old school machine called the Schwinn airdyne bike uh, that you can still get now and still does basically the same thing. The air assault bike is just kind of like a more like. Um, you could beat it up a lot more. It's yeah. not going to fall apart as quickly. It's an upright stationary bike. It's an bike. upright stationary bike that has um, moving uh, handles as well as your um, your pedals. So uh, there's a constant... Um, you're constantly pushing. Right. Um, there's never a break. There's not... There's not a... a uh, there's always resistance um, with without even putting resistance on. You can only go as fast as you go. Right. Um, and, it's, and it's one of those things you see in fight training a lot because it incorporates the upper body. So. Yeah. It also is a, a thing that you uh, see in fight training and also on the sidelines of football teams um, and, and most sporting events because it gets your whole body involved very quickly to warm your whole body up. Yeah, I love it. It's a good one. And most gyms will have one, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Put what's the deal with that? Put another one in those chairs. I know, and, and it's not like it's insanely expensive. It is. It is one no, of those things that they're eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred bucks. A, a gym, like, a gym level exercise bike yeah. is five thousand dollars. You might as a, a, a treadmill. Yeah, is like in the grands, yeah. and it's like yeah, you're one, not going to get gym, the same. Yeah, they have to be heavy duty. Um, you ever go on the long run? You know the long run? No, that's the Fox Gym has one of these. It's a Super deep, soft tread. Oh, I've seen them, but I don't know them. You tried that? How yeah. is it? It's good because it's really soft. Yeah, so it like sinks in in the middle, yes. right? And it's like it looks like a uh, it looks like a tra- uh, a tank or something, right? Like it looks the, like a yeah. tank. Yeah, and you're just running. It's it's like a short foot. It's like you're just going based on your speed, right? No, no, it's a real treadmill. Oh, it is. It's not. I know that's a different thing where you're kind of. That's an interesting machine. I'm curious how those work. You're man. You're just manning it. Like you're, no, it says that's like a Flint. That's like a Flintstones. Yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> no, this is like plug-in, heavy-duty, very expensive. Got it. Crazy machine, but it's it's super low impact on wow. the, on the knees. I love. What it. do you think? You so, still probably didn't, couldn't do it. I, I'll try it. I mean, yeah. maybe that may be the answer. You know, I do like step mill a lot. Like the step. Oh mill. yeah. For yeah. some reason, like ascending stairs doesn't bother my knee at all. The, Going down them does. My knee. That's the big the mill like where it has like the revolving steps yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My knee. I mean, I'm getting the. Yeah, Eugene's getting a scope, scope pretty soon. In, oh in, boy, in June. But the thing that affects me the most is, in a 
painful way is like uh, Bulgarian squats, like the single leg. Oh, the singles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, you know, and then like any kind of step ups that are too high or heavy. That are too high That'll or too do heavy. It. But, you know, I'm just staying away from that and just focusing on, I mean. That's the workaround. My, uh, you know, I'm trying to gauge it and being as smart as I can be as far as Muay Thai is concerned, just like turning on it so much. But it's not that, it's not the twist that's bothering it so much as the pressure up and down, so. I think I'll be okay as long as I keep not blocking with that leg. Have you, when you would go on treadmills instead of running outside, and I agree running outside is way more fun and stimulating. Yes. But I've always, for many years, just instead of running, just turn up maximum incline and then alternate like between like four and five miles per hour. Like like walking or you're well, I'm like walking, brisk- walk, rest, and then a minute of like, jogging but at the maximum incline then rest you know, just as, as long as you can do that i love it i mean any so any change in elevation stuff you're doing is like great great calorie yeah. burning like you're gonna like that's where like you immediately start sweating so, i see dudes going six miles seven miles an hour flat just banging their, yeah, their knees to dust yes, like, no, actually, what are you doing if, well, on yeah. zero on zero on most treadmills is actually a decline yeah, yeah. um so you're not actually at like a surface level until you're at plus two, right? Well, for most treadmills, period. Well, I say just take it all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, there's no reason not to. It's less less speed. Is you don't need speed. You just need to move. No, you're right. Your body. You, want, you want to pull your legs in, and you're right. I mean, you, you just just doing like level or less than level is sheer force on your patella tendons, right? And so you're right. You are you are dusting up those menisci. Is that how you say meniscus? Plural menisci. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This guy, menisci. <laughs> this, this guy, menisci. Um, yeah. So like the more the more severe the incline, the less you know the less damage you're going to do on that on those joints for sure. And the more bang you get for your buck, you know you don't have to do as long or as much right. time. Um, so try that's a good tip. Try that. That's a good tip. What so so what are some other interesting fitness lessons you've learned in your reading or anything that surprised you? Well, your reading or your experience or your experience. Well, or nutri- or like a nutrition hack or something. My nutri- I have a, I have a, a lot of terrible nutrition hacks that. Well, I'm, let's hear. Terrible. I'm now good. on what I call the Cobb salad diet. Okay. Okay. Which is every restaurant has a pretty good Cobb salad. Yeah. So I would just get like always only eat Cobb salads. So what is that? Lettuce. That's like just lettuce, tomato, that's, that's some turkey, kind of turkey, egg, 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 yeah, bacon, avocado, egg, tomato, tomato, and like. Uh, some kind of balsamic blue cheese. Oh, blue cheese. It's blue right. cheese crumbles. Blue cheese crumbles. So if if it if it comes to the creamy dressing, ditch that. Okay. Like, do like rice vinegar and a little bit of, a little bit of olive oil, which granted has sugar in it. But I don't know if that's good or bad for you because obviously there's a lot of fat calories in the bacon and cheese. But it's just a lot of interesting diverse proteins. Yeah. And no sugar, pretty much. Yeah, I mean it would it would fall. And in it's a also no- sa- it's very satisfying. It is. It'll fill you up. It falls in the no grains, no sugar. I mean, I think the amount that's in the dressing is negligible. Yeah, it doesn't. You got to be careful on some of those like balsamic vinaigrette dressings. But if you're just if you're doing the oil and the vinegar yourself, and you're you're getting a little bit of like the blue cheese in there, the blue cheese crumbles. There's the crumbles, guys. Just the crumbles. I think it's. I like it too. I'm a Cobb salad guy. I like yeah. the Cobb salad. I. I mean, some even, of them do grilled chicken in yeah, lieu of sure. the yeah. turkey. That's sure. always a nice little that's treat. That's always a nice little. But it just seems like simple. Fats, simple proteins, some roughage, some veggies. Yeah, you're, you're very satisfied. You're not. You don't feel like you suffered too much. 
And the dressing usually, if they're if you're dressing it yourself, even if you're you're using their dressing, but you get it on the side, mm-hmm. and you're you're focused on it, it's not. It's yeah. If you do it on the side, it's not bad. No, if you get it, if chopped they mix and, it in, yeah. If it's that chopped shit is and tossed, be, yeah, it's delicious. But, but that shit is thick. Yeah, it's thick. You're yeah. looking at the three thousand calories. Yeah, you salad. gotta drink it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have a. I don't know that it's low calorie, but I think it's just putting the right foods in your body. Yeah, and then I have another hack again that I invented called the. The skinny pop stomach trick, where like skinny pop stomach trick. Okay. That's like you eat your healthy lunch, like your piece of salmon and broccoli. Okay, and your one stu- piece of broccoli and, your, and one piece. Well, of no, salmon. you know whatever your serving. <laughs> yeah. of this because yeah. I've identified all the salmon entrees from our nearby rest. I still get Got the it. free lunch to bring it back to the beginning. <laughs> right, sto- storytelling. Um, You're still living your dream. That I'm still living the dream. It's you know. But I just ordered the, but it's he- now just all the healthy thing. I get yeah. basically salmon and vegetables from every place, and I know which places have the good salmon and vegetables when I'm not doing the blue cheese salad. But then you're Hot still sauce. hungry after the salmon and broccoli thing. So you just I immediately eat a bag of skinny pop afterwards that just trick my stomach into feeling full. The popcorn. Yes. Popcorn. Which I think is yeah, it's like hundred calories of just roughage. Yeah. Yeah, so if so, if you are on no grains, no sugar, the popcorn wouldn't fly. But oh, popcorn's a grain. Yeah, it's a grain corn. No way. But if you are, Fuck. if it's all right though, because if Fuck. you are, <laughs> no, so Matt, come back. Why do I made myself like, throw God. up right now? <laughs> Just he's been up. eating popcorn this but, whole. But, but here's what I'll say: if you're at, if you're maintaining a desirable weight, or if you're really monitoring your calories. Popcorn is a great trick, especially like the skinny pop or the air pop stuff, because it's, you know, it's like a whole bag. It's 100 calories. So it's 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 a negligible in the calorie dent department. So if you do if you do tolerate the grains, OK, and you're monitoring your calories, it is a great workaround because you can, you know, like I used to pop my own popcorn. Yeah. And I just do like a huge like fucking garbage bag full of it. Do you tolerate grains? OK, as I far don't. As- they don't work that like for me, like I'll put I feel like I put weight on from it. Yeah. Even but if, popcorn. Yeah. I mean, I and I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I haven't done it in a vacuum. Yeah. Like I, I, I should see. I don't but, like it enough. I'm, I, but I, I'm not a snacker. So like, I just don't like it enough. You don't like popcorn? No, I it's mean, it's like Weiger. If I go, if I go to a movie, he and, likes to eat a jar. He, like Weiger, he also enjoys a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, I just want to. I, I make my own mayonnaise. Eat a spoonful of mayo is a good snack. Uh, <laughs> but do you ever? Dar- do you ever darn eat good snack? <laughs> do you ever eat Indian food while watching NBA games? No, that's another Weiger. That's thing. another Weiger thing. Yeah. The Lakers. The Lakers and some chicken and, marsala. And chicken. I mean, uh, but if you're going to eat a bag of skinny, as I said on Doughboys, sorry. If you eat a bag of skinny pop before going to the movie theater, and it will quench your desire for the death popcorn yeah. that they sell there. Yeah, because that's that that's really high calorie. Yeah. But I'll I'll eat that because I, I don't eat, eat enough. Right. I mean yeah. I don't I don't do it often enough. It's a it's an occasional indulgence for you. Yeah. Yeah. Usually after a tough mutter. After, after, after I get kicked in the face. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, so I like this. I like your hacks. I love them, too. What can we call it? Selman's a hack? Yeah. Call that say Selman's for sure. a hack. That's for sure. <laughs> Guys, it's uh, me, Eugene, and me, 
Ryan. Yeah, you guys know us. We're the fucking dumbbells. We're, <laughs> we're the show that you're listening <laughs> you're, to. You're right in the middle of our show. Do you think somewhere. anybody's surprised that we interrupted our own, <laughs> our own show? show. <laughs> yeah, I bet you they're surprised we had to interrupt ourselves just to talk about this. But the thing is, is we're, to, we're towards May. We're real close to May. We're getting into May? So, uh, you know, it's time to make the next move. Move yeah, into May. Yeah, you guys are getting into a whole new month here. You need to make your next move. And the way that you make your next move, in our humble opinion, Humblest. is starting a website. Squarespace is what you do and how you do it. Why? Because that's where you'll make your next move. A beautiful award-winning designer templates, uh, all-in-one platform, award-winning 24-7 customer service. So that means the customer service is available around the goddamn clock and they want an award for it. Hey, wake up and then call them. And then go to bed and then call them in your sleep. They'll still be available. Take advantage of that. And can I ask you guys, what else do you want in this world? They're offering you... Award-winning customer service. What uh-huh. else do you want? I mean, I might want a unique domain. Ooh. So what can, can I? So what can I get? Like you can uh, get a unique domain there. Can I get like uh, I wake up and call dot com? <laughs> Probably right. Yeah. Can I get uh, award-winning customer service? Is my new best friend that I'll call every day. Yeah. Dot org. Probs. 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 Probs is a pretty good price on that. Yeah. Um, listen, and 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 they'll do those two websites. They'll do a bunch of other ones because they're flexible. With any kind of website. Yeah, no, anything that you want to do, you can. I mean, if you're a creative type and you want to share different kinds of media, they can do that, make it look slick. Yeah, um, if you're opening up a restaurant like Satan City or something along yeah. those lines. Harkening back to Satan City, you can list the menu on there, photos of the interior. Maybe you have a new shirt or shorts that you want to, you know. <laughs> Sell that shirt and shorts with an <laughs> online store. You can set up an online store. That's you might as well like for me to set up an online store would be like asking a chimpanzee to build the chainsaw. But guess what? What time of day is it? It doesn't fucking matter. Twenty four seven customer service. They're ready, guys. Hey, listen. You want to start your free trial today? Go to squarespace.com and enter the offer code dumbbells. What that's going to do, guys, that's going to get you 10% off your first purchase. You don't believe us? Call customer service. Call them, guys. <laughs> They're available right now. I don't care when you're listening to this. There's somebody there. There is somebody there. That has an award that's going to take your <laughs> goddamn call, baby. So do it. Squarespace. Make your next move with them. So here's another thing. And then you mentioned you sent us a nice uh, email with some topics. Mm. And one of the ones I liked was balancing writing uh, fat jokes for everybody's favorite fat guy, Homer Simpson, while, while making it, making sure you're not fat shaming. Right. And that's, so that's, and that's something like the culture's changed around all that. And, uh, and I was even thinking about it. Like it's, it's kind of like there's something about Homer that makes it funny and okay. Like maybe cause he, he's like a willing participant in it. Like he enjoys it. I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Where do you well, guys like, stand on that? You know, I really, sometimes we all judge Sometimes we judge big people who we think are lazy and weak and blame other things other than their own lack of willpower for being big. But then a lot of people just have terrible metabolisms and literally have to work all the time and right. feed their kids and have right. had kids and are not they're, not, they're not the six foot tall, half yeah. Jewish, half Christian Adonis you look you see before you. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, Everybody that you see right, from I this mean, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, it's circumstance and nature up against them. They got yes. shilted, shit I'm, dealt I'm, I'm a shitty pretty lucky. Hand. Other than my baldness, I'm pretty lucky genetically. I Not everyone has that, and yet I write this show where we're just constantly saying that Homer is, is so funny that he's, he has no willpower. 
Right. He eats, you know, his car is full of fast food wrappers. He Right. He gets five of everything at the place. I mean, we once wrote a joke where we cut this joke. We once wrote a joke where he was so heavy that like his leg was wrapped around a harpoon that was stuck into the whale. And then the whale gets a terrified look in its eyes as it realized Homer is dragging it down. That's <laughs> fat, my friends. If yeah. you're dragging a whale down underwater. <laughs> right. But... The whale gets a terrifying yes. look at his eyes. It, it thinks it's going to be fine. I love it, like sending that to the animators. Like, all right, make this whale. Yeah. I can pull a terrified it whale makes me laugh. <laughs> so, like, and you know, like, what is what is our show? What message is this show sending? We're not like a message show, but we try to have be thematically rich and we try to like bring up interesting family dynamics and human dynamics and reflect society. Like, that's our job, right? So... You know, I mean, we've done a lot of episodes where Homer gets super fat and has like goes. We've also done episodes where he like goes through various fitness crazes, and right, those are always fun to the do. The Seth Rogen wrote the one with the trainer, right? He or wrote he, the he one. Did, he he was the or he played the trainer. He in wrote it. He and Evan wrote it. With a lot of help from the room. And uh, <laughs> sorry, nice. <laughs> okay, it's collaborative. Hey, it's collaborative business, guys. Collaborative business. Everyone, but it was his idea, which was a great idea, because it was after he did um, the Green Hornet. Right. It was actually he a very the- great idea that something else that he had that like Homer is cast to play an every every person kind of superhero in a movie, and they give him a trainer because they don't want him to look too bad, and then he forms like a kind of a trainer trainer bromance. But then once then the trainer goes to another movie star and gets another job and Homer falls off the wagon. Right. And the relationship is ended and he starts, you know, eating out of sadness that his trainer bromance has ended. And then none of his shots hook up. <laughs> That's like the, the okay. payoff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the movie and he's fat, then thin, then fat, then thin. Like if Eugene had done that in Kong, Skull, Kong, Skull Island, it would have been a disaster. Yeah. It would have been a continuity nightmare. Continuity nightmare. Horrible. Can't do it. So Can't do it. That was fun. And I wow. did one where... I wrote one where Marge became successful by inventing a curves type gym. Did you guys see yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, called. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what it was called. I can't remember what any of them are called. Right, but it was Marge. Somebody, somebody screaming at the podcast invites, right now that knows what it's invents, called. What was it called? Uh, husbands and knives. Husbands and husbands knives. Husbands and knives. <laughs> so Marge invents a curves type right. gym. For like women that it was actually that very thing, like women who don't want to go to the gym and like have a bunch of fit jocks around judging them. It's right. people they just want to go and do their workout. So Marge invents curves, becomes rich. You know, then Homer worries that he'll become the first the husband at Marge will ditch him because he meets the sexy, muscular second husbands right. of the other rich women at the women rich women's conference. Right. right, like a f- but then starter husband. Exactly. So he'll become. So then, but instead of diet and exercise and cutting out alcohol, he just gets tons of surgery. And there's a very That's broad right. scene with all where a very broad farcical scene where all his back fat has to be hidden from her. So he's constantly squishing it around to the front or the sides, and that would probably oh, never man. happen. Yeah. He's the use of a giant chip clip. <laughs> and then there's a super insane ending, which is like a dream ending, which is. Never a great writer's. If you write a dream ending, you've kind of failed. But we did, we we've earned a dream ending. We did six hundred. Come on. Yeah. No, you yeah. have to at this point. I, yeah. So it's, there's something to. I mean, there's something about because it's animated, and I also think because it's kind of like relatable stuff. Like we get 
we get him liking the donuts. We get him not mm-hmm. wanting to exercise. And then there's a certain amount of joy that he takes in it, which I think somehow makes it like, okay. And then it's also like, I feel like it's grandfathered in. Like, it's just something that, you know, that's always been there. And, you know, interestingly, he's not, he doesn't even look that heavy to me anymore. Yeah. You know, you don't even really think of him you know as being. You know fat is Chief Wiggum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in terrible shape. Wiggum yeah. and Barney are huge dudes. Yeah, Barney really fat. Like, yeah. Like, Wiggum is like, he's Chris Christie fat. Yeah. Which is really fat. Ralph well, is, I'm sorry. is is sad is is like a, Ralph's, Ralph's fat. kid. Yeah, yeah. Ralph's fat too. I mean, like a lot, most of the kids in Springfield have pot bellies. It's yeah. It's sort of a it yeah, reflects our obesity epidemic in, yeah. a, in a hilarious way. Yeah, yeah. It's an early marker for that. I mean, that's that's definitely something that's going on now with kids. I mean, we did a show where Bard over snacks on like trendy foods that have like kind of cool hippie names like you know, Rasta Bob's earth chips or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then he gets so fat, he has a heart attack. We did, that was a while ago. So we tried to, <laughs> he oh, literally, man, Bart literally had a heart attack from like, Jesus. from like, from, from like overeating yeah, organic pirates booty. Yeah. And yeah like pirate booty. booty yeah. And like everything was just kind of like day glow dreads. <laughs> dreadlocks. <laughs> well, that's another thing too. Like these, so like a lot of these like healthy kid snacks or quote unquote healthy kid snacks are not, I mean, they're just, no. They'll say that they're organic, but they're organic stuff that the kids 100% don't need. Yeah. And you think because you're getting them at Trader Joe's or Whole Foods that you're okay. But yeah, really, Annie's, Annie's is still mac and cheese. It's still mac and cheese. Or just yeah. like people now, people, the quality ingredient is now pure cane sugar. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Because it's not high fructose corn syrup, but. You know, like that's sugar, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Evaporated cane juice. I'm like, so sugar? Yeah. Yeah, 100% oh, no, it's sugar. Cane? No, it's brown sugar. Oh, you mean white sugar plus molasses? Right. Yeah, just less, <laughs> slightly less stepped on. How do your 13-year-old and 11-year-old eat? They're so skinny. I just let them eat whatever they want. They want yeah, that's just kind of... They're just, I, just, I just beg for them to... I mean, I try to get them to eat protein and green things, but like... I'm just like, hey, guys, who wants a milkshake? This is terrible. They're like, my kids just... Need, they need fat. Yeah. They need like lack. They need dairy in their bodies. <laughs> At this point, so I'm like, uh, who wants a milkshake? My my son's like that too. Like he can't. He doesn't have any weight on him, and he is so picky as an eater. Is he? So yeah, it's the same thing. Like we, the foundation of what he eats is healthy stuff, but then it's just like I just let him eat, you know, right? Without developing too many bad habits, but just just trying to feed him. They also they don't understand the joy. Of extreme gluttony, which I super <laughs> understand. They don't. Like, yeah, they, they just like I don't. I feel full. I'm gonna stop. I'm like, oh okay. Yeah, that's I not guess. part of the party. Is yeah. I guess is that's, that's probably right. Yeah. But like, I mean, like you guys know, it, it is so fun <laughs> to just go bananas. Oh yeah, and eat like way beyond human capacity. No, I, I have a problem with it. Like I even it's as a so kid, great. when you were talking about buffets. So here's a weird white trash thing. Like, Love it, was like it. it was like a big deal for my family to go to Sizzler. Uh-huh. Remember Sizzler? Sure. Yeah. There was like two left. Big deal for us At to Water go to Village. Yeah. Big deal for us to go to Sizzler. And I wouldn't order off the menu. I'd get, they had like a salad bar there that was comprehensive that served hot food. And so like I would order off the salad bar, bar there and I would eat so much, so much food. Like I'd go back 500 times, you know? <laughs> Not uh, that maybe not that much. Four hundred and eight times. Good. That I couldn't buckle myself in the seat in the car. Like I had to lay on the floor of the car. Wow. 
like just like uh, like just like call, like just like calling out or like have to take my shirt off. <laughs> it's like a little like eleven year old chubby kid, like just like take my shirt off in the parking lot. <laughs> and my mom would be You're like that I'm, full. Uh, yeah, you take your shirt off yeah. or your shirt tight. My shirt was tight. You had to get that shirt off. And my mom was like, "You why, why do you do this? Like you do this every time." And and I and it, it was like a thing. Like I would like, and then I would tell myself like a out like an alcoholic that hit bottom. Like never again. Like I'm never drinking again. And then next, you know, two months later when we go to Sizzler, Sizzler again, like, and I still have that. Like I'll still have There's like something about the buffet. Yeah, <laughs> and like you can go in slow. You'd be like, I'm just gonna like go slow, take my time. Pick the things I know are good, and then you just you go back. But if you go slow, you go back, yeah, then then you then you realize you're full faster. So then you go back full, yeah. going like sure. I didn't get to everything, so I gotta I gotta go over. Yeah, it's, it's rough. I took my kids to everyone's favorite slavery named restaurant, Sioux yeah. Plantation, <laughs> and they love it. Yeah. Right. And I and I'm like, oh, I can. This is easy for me to eat healthy. It's it's a salad bar. Yeah. And I, by the end of the night, I had one cup of I had one cup of five different cream soups. (laughs) So that's like, oh, I just no exaggeration. Ate a pint of cream. Right. I I consumed a pint of hot cream with different flavorings in it, and yeah, all those muffins and desserts and. I used to like. I used to get salad there, and they had like this um, thick chunk. Um, that sounds gross, but they had this thick chunk. <laughs> I'll say it <laughs> say again. again. You hear that, you dummies? Thick chunk, uh, chicken noodle, mm-hmm. and the chicken was like um off the breastbone, like white meat chicken off the breastbone in there. And so, like, what I would do is like I would go there when I was training people. Like, I would go there for lunch, get like a big spinach salad, and then I would just strain that chicken out and just pick around the noodles, mm-hmm. and then just like pile that on my plate. It's like, a soup pack. Yeah, but the problem is they Ooh. changed the chicken. It's not the same as it used oh, to really? be. I think that place is very parsimonious with protein. Yeah, that's it's how they the can. Word. I hate I mean, it. If you if you want like just a I lot of mushrooms it. and you can eat a giant bowl of edamame if you want <laughs> and get your protein, but like there is not a lot of meat. No, at no, you could place. you could pay like one dollar extra for like particle board chicken, but, but barely. Yeah, and it's not even like it barely constitutes chicken. But they used to have it in the soup. And they've changed it now. It's like some kind of like sodium jacked chicken oh, product. You know, mm. it sucks. Yeah. And Anytime I've done soup plantation recently, it'd be like I I would have to have a protein shake first. Yeah. Because otherwise, otherwise I'm not. Getting they ain't nothing anything. for you. Nothing. There's a new protein shake they got at work. I try to encourage the PAs to buy healthy stuff, uh-huh. and it comes in like a. It's like a powder that comes in like a translucent sack, and you put water in it and shake it up, and it. I was drinking out of it and then holding it by my stomach and then like one other writer was like it looked like you're drinking out of your colostomy bag. <laughs> oh no. It looks just like, ooh, like oh that was like it's like the colostomy yum. bag. Oh boy. That's, that's the delicious. writer's room guy. It's crazy in the writer's room. <laughs> Anything goes, right? Is it whey protein? Yeah, I think so. Is that bad or good? No. Whey protein's good. It depends on what else is in it. I but. think I once had hemorrhoids from over oversharing from uh, over proteining in the in the in the late 90s. You could. I mean, if you're not getting enough dietary fiber or prebiotic fiber, yeah. you could you could 100%. No doctor would, would believe it, but when I stopped t- doing the powder, uh, the hemorrhoids went away. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's... Talk to that, Dr. Philip Fleshner. Might not have Great proctologist name, by the way, right? Yeah. Philip Fleshner. Fleshner. And, and Philip, too. Yeah. yeah. 
Philip Fleshner is a great name. Whole Foods has a this thing. It's bone broth turmeric protein powder. Oh, really? That's the that's it, guys. Right? It's just powder. Like they make it powder. Yeah. I mean, that's like I'm sure it's cool. Out of bone broth and turmeric. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's gonna. That's that's all you need, right? Yeah. That hits all of our. uh, It's like that's the magic trendoid food thing. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how, like, what they like, how they retains its nutrients, like what they do to get it to retain its nutrients. It, it tastes horrible. It sounds. You've like had it. Taste, yeah, it tastes like a, a cold chicken smoothie. Ooh, gross. It's gross. <laughs> do you taste the beef in it or the chicken? Yeah, in there? oh yeah, it tastes like chicken. Ooh, Ooh that's gnarly. But oh, I tried man. it anyway. Try to like. Um, hit hit this hit this one here because this will this will tie into what this guy wants to ask us about. Oh yeah, questions. Come on. Oh, you mean this little fucking weighing this in? This weighing in. Hit this fucker. Weighing in. That's fish. Did you recognize that? You're We're a not fish f- fan? Uh, not really. We aren't. We aren't either. But that song is called "The Weight." <laughs> and fish, say, fish was on The Simpsons once. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. How were they? Good sports? Oh, yeah. They love. I think they play a version of the song in their concerts, the theme song at their concerts. And oh, really? There's a lot of overlap. That's cool. That's very cool. Um, all right. So I'm curious to hear what you guys have for this guy. Uh, I don't got shit. So very happy I found your great podcast to balance out all the cravings I get from listening to Doughboys. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, I've gotten so much. I almost came here with a spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> like, so oh funny. shit, wrong, wrong podcast. That's so oh, funny. Yeah, that, we threw it out the window. No, nah, we would throw it out. We'd eat it. Plus, I don't even like Wendy's is not good, Mitch. <laughs> it's just not good. It's, that spicy it's, chicken sandwich is kind of good, though. It's but it's it's not as good as like a, some hipster wait in line spicy chicken sandwich. No, no. So if you're gonna have one, like make it a treat. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Sorry, back to the question. Um, I know I, you make a yeah Eugene the Church's guy in the chicken <laughs> fight. Yeah. Um, I haven't had any of those recently enough to make a decision, but I'd be more inclined to try like a Church's or something. Yeah. Um, all right. on the bone. On the bo- yeah, Ever, always. Dinah's, I heard is good. All right, Dinah's I, is pretty good. I've already gotten so much uh, from your advice. I try to eat as healthy as possible and work out four or five days a week. I've tried to eliminate grains and sugars, and I eat mostly protein and vegetables for lunch and dinner. I live in New York City and usually work out, usually HIIT, nice. HIT, boot camp type classes. This is perfect for today. In the morning before work and head to work directly after. I bring my lunch, but usually end up eating plain oatmeal with banana for my breakfast at my desk and a piece of fruit or yogurt as a snack. If I want to try completely eliminating grains and dairy, do you have any ideas for a filling desk breakfast and snacks? I really don't want to bring more food as my current gym bag and lunch is already a burden to carry. Uh, I also get. Uh, I also am always really hungry after a workout, and a hard-boiled egg or two doesn't satiate me. I like grabbing a protein shake, and they usually fill me up. But at nine dollars a pop in N- NYC, I can't do that every day. I have a grocery store grocery store right next to me, so I have options for food supplies, but only a microwave in the kitchen. I've tried to Google ideas, but it seems as though they always go. Uh, the only way to stick with a paleo type breakfast and snack is to bring prepared food, food from home. Any ideas for food I could prepare um, at work to stick to this diet and a workout schedule? Thank you so much, KT. Nice. Uh, I mean, if we're going uh, paleo-ish, paleo-ish, or we're just trying to stay away from grains or uh, you know not having oatmeal or anything stinky at work, I mean, I guess it really depends on do you need your breakfast food to be breakfast food? 
Yes. If you don't, then like, you know, getting turkey, just some turkey breast and some apples or something along those lines um, or chicken breast, you know, there's a there's something that you can prep and bring with you. That's pretty easy. Also, $9 a pop. That's if you're buying a protein shake. Yeah, that's what like, I was going to suggest. Just bring a protein shake from home. Like go get your own powder. Put that stuff together. Um, either you could get like a, you know, a magic bullet, neutra bullet at, at work if you want. Um, or bring yours there and just blend it up right quick in that, you know, where the microwave is. Um, and, and take that in the morning. Yeah. So speaking to, cause the stuff that you suggested doesn't sound bad. Like I wouldn't call that unhealthy food, but to answer your question, KT, oh, right. um, in paleo specific, that doesn't involve prep at home and bringing because you don't want to, the burden of carrying it. <laughs> nice. Um, we here, I, I like the idea of protein powder. So find like a good protein powder. Um, turmeric bone broth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want it to taste like chicken, you know, if you, where you, do, can if find. you want it to taste like cold chicken. Um, and I, and I would say you can fudge a little bit on the paleo component if you're doing whey, which is technically a dairy derivative, but most whey that you're going to get is so hydrolyzed. It doesn't behave like dairy in your right. system. So get like a whey protein. And then if you have problems with satiation, um, if that's a word, I, I would say look into nuts. I was yeah, that's where I was going to land on this. <laughs> yeah, nuts, dumbbells. Right. Yeah, go for raw it. Raw almonds. Raw almonds. So satisfying. Yeah, that. So that's the, so you look into and your where, macros. Where's, where's peanut butter on this? So peanut butter is technically a legume, right. so that wouldn't work. You for, can use cashew butter. Right? Yeah, or almond, almond butter. butter. Almond butter. There's tons of those butter, like those nut butters, and that's going to satiate you. Um, and then just like nuts in general. Yeah. Um, and then also like coconut oil and all that kind of stuff. There, there's all little tricks. So you could do your hard boiled eggs and then add some nuts to that or an avocado. Right. And that'll help fill you up more if you're not getting it. I think because if you're just doing protein without the fats, you're not getting enough calories to and fill What do you up. guys think of those relatively inexpensive Trader Joe's 35 uh, grams of protein chocolate, you know, protein shakes? I don't, you know what? I don't know. I have to look at the ingredients. So it depends on what, like how much added sugar and stuff there is in there. I don't think there's a huge amount of sugar. And I think, you know, you can buy them by the case. Yeah. And so it's, it's it's pretty easy to carry or pop one in your bag. Yeah. So I like that for convenience. And, you know, if Trader Joe's would be a good sponsor for this show. It would, would be. I would fucking love it. They're they're, they're tough. They're mysterious. Yeah. They're privately owned. Oh yeah, they and they're were. really like tricky with how they advertise, where they put their locations. Yeah. I feel like it's some like, it's some like German family that owns a bunch of. Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. Anyways, if you uh, you know like you know the most popular item at Trader Joe's is I have a, I have a manager in the family is corn, canned corn. Canned corn uh, is most popular item. What the wow. fuck? I think it's super cheap. Oh, um, I th- I I have a theory that um, I've. Because if you use my fitness pal like that to like right s- see what your calorie intake is, and if you scan something from um, uh, Trader Joe's, some of the items have the same scan as Kirkland Signature stuff. So I'm wondering if it's Costco owned. It's not Costco owned. It, I did read a piece on them in Forbes. It's it. So it was started by this like kind of wild man that owned all these uh, that invested in all these convenience stores. Wild man. He's a wild man. He was he was the guy that brought the nautical theme in because he's obsessed with sailing. Got it. So he had everybody wear like the Hawaiian shirts and like the. We have a parody co- version of The Simpsons called Swapper Jacks. 
parody is that it's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so he had this idea of selling like high-end premium liquor and gourmet spices and health food. Got it. Everybody thought he was crazy. It worked. It was nuts. And then he sold off um, to this. It's like a. I feel like it's his family that owns like all these stores, like these private grocery stores in Europe. And uh, now they own it, but they keep all of his measures in place for management and how well they take care of their employees. Got it. And then also how close they are to one another. They won't open them too close. They do uh-huh. take pretty good care of their employees. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's a good gig working there. And, and their employees are really nice. And like there's w- always one employee who's really good at chalk drawings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. So they, and they deal in cash. So like a lot of, nice. uh, a lot of, um, supermarkets will buy like their, um, They'll buy their inventory based on like cr- like a credit system, and so vendors don't like to deal with them as much because it's all you know it's all based on credit. Whereas Trader Joe's never over orders. That's why they run out of stuff all the time, and they pay everything in cr- in cash. So they've stricken all these amazing deals with like Coca Cola and Frito Lay to where they'll do private label versions of their products, right? Um, that they would never let anybody else do. So it's like you you know like those. Pita chips, like the Trader Joe's pita chips, those are like Stacy's brand, but Trader Joe's releases them as their own because they make all their own deals because everybody likes dealing with them. Got it. Yeah. I believe, here's a Trader Joe's hack. I believe if you go there and you ask to sample any food, they open them. They will have to give you a sample, except with the obviously not meat or liquor or. Something in a can, but yeah. Like, but if it's like a snack food or whatever, they will. You know, it was yeah, like, yeah. Hey, what are those taste like? Here you go. Try it. Yeah, that's uh, good. Here's a here's a here's a, a great item to get for Trader Joe's for this for a snack. They're fifty percent salt, uh, sh- uh, in shell pistachios. Oh, less salt. They're slightly less salt, and I I like it. It's not because I'm worried about salt. I actually just prefer the flavor of it. Because some of those, like the like the pistachio brand, like um, I don't know, whatever the most popular one is in the stores, they're too salty for my taste. Yeah, the fifty percent is perfect, and then if you're working them out of the shell, it slows down how fast you're eating them. So it's just, it just kind of helps you mitigate how much is getting in your system. I mean, that's the solution to America's obesity epidemic, right there, which is we should all eat snails. <laughs> snails. Yeah. Because like you have to give, yeah, they're impossible yeah, to get out. Of really hard shit. and slow, or, cr- or cra- cra- crawfish, yeah, cra- yeah, crawfish, know, food snails, that's hard to get into. Pistachios. So if you just then if it forces you to slow down, um, you another will achieve satiation. A uh, Trader Joe's hack is getting their just chicken. Like the oh yeah, there already. you go. That's actually really good. If you get their just chicken, which is usually just salt and pepper and olive oil, pre cooked, uh, pre cooked. Uh, and then you go up to their roasted sweet potatoes that you just throw in the microwave that they've already roasted, which is just sweet potatoes and um, I think also just olive oil. Yeah. Mm. That's it. That's their, a meal. Their turkey meatballs are good, too. I, mean, I don't know if that violates the uh, commandment yeah, of the there's question. Yeah, there's like... Uh, grain in it. There's breadcrumbs and shit in there. There could be... binder yeah. in there. Depends on how strict you want to go. If you're If you're a little more loose... It's still a healthy, still a yes. healthy snack. Yeah. Uh, if you're going really strict, which KT was, I think we gave him enough options. Yeah. Sure. Cool. All right. Cool. Moving on. I'm hungry for like Trader Joe's food now. Oh, yeah. Dude, I wish I could eat Trader Joe's with impunity. <laughs> I like their, I like their unhealthy stuff. I'm not. They yeah. like chocolate. You don't like the sweets. See, you're yeah. lucky, man. You don't like sweets. But I'll eat a fuck out of some more food. <laughs> um, what do we got Twitter wise in this super set? 
Me, I'm super, super sad. Yeah, I won't sing along. Yeah, I think you ruined it last time. I ruined time. it last time. <laughs> I'm starving right now. Are you? All right. This, I had like a turkey sandwich right after work. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not paleo. You're not paleo. Yeah. Has, we had bread on it. But uh, you had bread on the on the sandwich? <laughs> bread on the sandwich. <laughs> Crazy new sandwich. Yeah, that's wild. But uh, now I'm starving. All right, well, we'll get you out of here. No, quick. no, 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 no. Super set. We get it. This is quick. Uh, my, wife, the- my wife was in a sorority once where they would all chant every night, go to bed hungry, wake up skinny. Oof. Sororities not, are great. It's not bad she advice. She also quit though. the sorority yeah. later because they were super racist. Oh, God. Yeah. They, were like, they would like have Latino women come to the, you know, the auditions or whatever, you know, pledge week, and they would, they would leave, and all these white Southern bitches would say terrible things. And my wife was like, I'm transferring to UCLA. Good. Oof. I mean, the, the, a lot of the sorority... And fraternities are like the epitome of white privilege, right? Yeah. Not, I think it's it's more diverse now. I don't know. Uh, that's not my life. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I visited some campuses recently where it just seemed like white privilege was doing just fine. Yeah. Oh, God. If anybody has a lacrosse stick in their, in their fucking room, that's... That was so crazy and get out, Oh, right? I did a... F- I'm sorry. I, I know it's yeah. like Simpsons is like... I'll just keep no, people, stuff in. People they like it, right? You like it, it, right, people? Yes. I did a lacrosse episode where I became obsessed with the idea that the, ma- the magic fuel for the kids from their weirdo coach, Millhouse's dad, was coaching them, but he <laughs> yeah. actually was a good coach, just an annoying guy, was the rice sandwiches. <laughs> they have like a rice, which to me is like the most disgusting oh thing you can God. possibly imagine, like just carb on carb, mush, wet, mush on mush, and they'd be wrapped in tinfoil and all soggy, and he would just... The kids would be like, ooh, rice sandwiches. But then like an hour later, they'd be winning the games. <laughs> they just rocket they fuel so for so many carbs, <laughs> pure carbs. Oh, my God. Rice on Millhouse's old man, like that's what he served him was mm-hmm. rice sandwiches. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. <laughs> that's a good episode. You guys can watch it. It's called There Will Be Buds. There Will Be Buds. Stream All it. Right. You can stream it, guys. Um, super set. At the dumbbells. Quick cue. Are those seven-minute workouts bullshit? Question mark. This comes to us from at DJS. At uh, ADJS. Sorry, a, at ADJS. Good question. I don't think they're bullshit. Well, it depends it, on them. It, it, I think what they're promising sometimes is yes. bullshit. Yeah. I mean, the, a movement's a movement. So seven-minute abs, seven-minute whatever. I don't know. Look, you got to dissect what the movement is, but you are that is happening. It's I just, worry about the lack of warm-up. There, there, I said it. I said it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, a seven-minute, you know, you could ideally spend seven minutes warming up. Right. I mean, I think if it's like some kind of core thing, probably good, right? Yeah, I mean, really, a seven-minute workout would probably be like a little cookie that you'd do at the end of a workout. Right. Um, Like, oh, you know, just to do core work, you'd do seven minutes at the end of your whatever workout you already did. Or if you wanted, like, you know, do seven minutes of like, like do like a Tabata squat thing. Yeah. You know, that's four minutes, but... Yeah, I think, you know... Being careful what you're doing because you are, if you are doing, if it's all the time you have, seven minutes. Right. <laughs> At least you're doing <laughs> if something. Are, if we are doing this thought experiment and all the time you have is seven minutes, you have to be careful what specifically you're doing. I so, just think you could injure yourself. A lot of right. those things are like knee stuff and shoulder stuff and where like multiple planes of motion are going on. And like, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. Just like, how about just, just walk brief, briskly for seven minutes? Briskly, I think... Or go up and down some stairs. I think a perfectly executed bodyweight squat. 
because mm-hmm. that can be used as like a dynamic warm up. Mm-hmm. I think that coupled with some abdominal stuff could be good. Yeah. Um, but it's just you can't you can't power through. You have to do the shit exactly right, um, or you could hurt yourself. Yeah. And I think anything you're doing on the floor that's like um, core, you know, like you know, like hip mobility or core stuff in the seven minute range is great. You're not going to hurt yourself there, but just you know, slamming through push ups and you know doing hops or lunges or that kind of thing without a proper warm up, you know, scary. Yeah, you, you and can, if you're you a young, yourself. go crazy. Yeah. Yeah, youth, you know, depending on, you know, where you're at. What do you think about a jump rope? Oh, seven yeah, minutes j- of jump rope. Seven minutes of jump rope. That's a good call. That's pretty like good. You. That's really good. I'm, yeah, I'm, sk- I'm getting into the jump rope these days. I feel that. I'm feeling it. Have you been, you've been skipping rope? Yeah. And that doesn't bother your back at all? Oh, shit. Oh, wait, I'm feeling something. Fuck. <laughs> Not so, to take anything more away from I'm you, sorry. I'm so always, I'm constantly thinking, what will the one little mistake I'll be, I'll do? That oh, will man. throw me off the cliff again. But who knows? It could be anything, or it could never come. Uh, I think working with this guy that's kind of helped you put yourself back together is going to be... And it's be... like, he's smart, and like so much of it, I think, is about the glutes as well as the core. Yeah. I mean, everyone, like, core is like a buzzword, and everyone... But like, having sexy abs is pointless if you're already married. <laughs> Super <laughs> pointless. But like, having a strong ass... It like really balances it out. It makes you feel really strong and confident in your movements. I, I feel. No, I mean for your he- for your for your postural and spine health, like making sure those glutes fire the right way mm-hmm. is is paramount. And a lot of times, you know, the the weakness that you're experiencing in your back or your abdominal muscles is because those hamstrings and glutes aren't firing right. So you get like a little bit of a sway back, or you get like a posterior pelvic tilt to where your hips are too far forward. Right. So like making sure that those glutes fire right are going to help, you know, those abdominals fire right, which in turn are going to help your spine, which in turn are going to help that low back. And you feel, I mean, you, the, having strong butt feels good during the day. It does. And butts are in. It gets you up and down. <laughs> you in and out of that fucking butts chair. Butts are in. Uh, also, I think seven minutes of burpees would, would, uh, yeah. would be pretty crazy. But you would have to do it I mean, if you would just be starting to do it, you would do seven minutes. You got to ramp up. You do two in the first minute. It'll feel like too long. If you do two in the first minute, four in the second minute, six in the third minute. Interesting. Eight. And, you know, and you're going up to 14 in a minute. It's not that many, but you'd have to be flying through them towards the end. But that's enough of... Uh, yeah, that'll jack your heart up. Yeah. But a lot of those seven-minute things are just so much jumping and lunging and i just yeah one, one I'm, wrong I, move i i'm i'm with you yeah. yeah i mean you know being careful of those injuries and just also be you know as far as bullshit just be careful for what they promise i mean right how there, many calories can you burn in seven minutes even on the air assault bike and, lot, that, and that's i mean that's death yeah that's death <laughs> so how are you how i mean like if you do that for like a like a 10 minutes on that in the morning you know alternating intervals and 10 minutes at night i feel like that could almost cover you Cardio-wise? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you get the post-exercise oxygen consumption, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that you get not only what you what you burned off during, but what you're continuing to burn off as your body, you know, recalib- or re- reacclimates itself Recovers to. From you Recovers from you trying to yeah. kill it. From you trying to kill yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It is one of those things where if I know I'm about to walk my dog, I'll do like 15, 10 minutes of... Uh, Air assault bike. And oh, that's go great! For a walk. Yeah, wow. That's actually that's that's super cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean that's a, you know like as a like to prime yourself, to prime you know, my, to 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 warm up harder than my actual just walk. There isn't as much self loathing on this podcast as there's on Doughboys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, brut- they brutalize themselves. And it's also, a great you, podcast. People, and you love guys it. also don't have like a like a weird like I don't want to say love hate like hate super hate <laughs> like Relation. relationship to like constantly be worked out and then. Then also the discussion of whether or not fries were crispy. <laughs> yeah, they're a, they're. A I love threat. fries. It's so funny when he called Weiger out for not liking fries, and the Weiger lo- that was the most emotion I've ever seen him show. Yeah. He really does love fries. He does love he fries. Does. Although, and mayonnaise. I would again. I would. I would pitch cutting out French fries as also a category of food that you've already eaten a lot. Hard to your do whole in, life. Hard to do in moderation. If you can, fine. If, yeah. it's, if it does trigger something for you, or you're going through something, you know, d- don't be don't be shy on the omission. Like I'd rather know? have like Chinese food, fried chicken, steak, like so many other interesting, super unhealthy foods than than wasted on fries. Than like or like a full serving of fries. Yeah, you just like you you know what fries are. Have you guys ever done carrot fries? No, not horrible. They taste like carrots. They. They surprise. They're surprisingly good. I mean, I love carrots, so I love I'm, carrots. I'm fine with them tasting like carrots. They're, but they're not fries. They they will shock you though. Really? Yeah, they will shock you. Try it. Okay. Or I'll make them. I'll make them for you. You're not gonna fucking try it, but I'll make them for you. You oven bake them. You oven bake them. Yeah. With coconut oil. Coconut oil. That, that's already a winner. Yeah. But that, that has nothing to do with. It, do, it won't taste like fries. It does. But I, I I'm telling you, this is me telling you. You can trust me. I, I like good shit. I've done all the healthy stuff right, too. But I'm saying it'll taste good, but it will not taste like French fries. It doesn't, but it's it's closer than you think. Oh, okay. I will say that closer than you closer think. Closer than you think. All the corporations are getting on the protein bandwagon now. Yeah. The way that you know it was sugar, and then it was carbs, and then it was yeah. You know, all the you know, all the trends and like, no fat, you no know, fat, no I mean, carbs. Because like now, like they sell these like. We had these at work too, like like protein packs, and it was like a little bit of jerky, oh, some right. honey roasted peanuts, and some cheese, and some sunflower. I think sunflower seeds are cheese in some of yeah. them, and I was, they were pretty tasty, but like that actually like, sounds good. Like I don't know, honey roasted peanuts. <laughs> um, the protein, ca- I'm sure the protein yeah, I mean, council is just as evil as the sugar council. But they're just trying to put a little bit of sweet in there so that you buy right. it consistently. Remember those in the in the '90s, those um, fruit drinks that like 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 guava. No, oh. not Capri Sun, like the canned fruit drinks. They were like guava or mango, and they were like really dense. Like Oh, s- Kearns or Kearns, something? Yes, yeah. Kearns, yes, Kearns. Fuck you, Kearns. <laughs> you lied to me. You Not only are you full of high fructose corn syrup, yeah. you were also full of fruit sugar, and you're unbelievable number of calories, useless to, to calories fair, that do nothing. They didn't call themselves juice. They called themselves nectar. Yeah, it's true. Nectar. <laughs> so whatever the fucking, it was like peach nectar. But like it was, like, very it was, light it on was the like a health yeah. thing. You would like work out and then drink like a two, 400 calorie <laughs> nectar. nectar slush. Get your kerns in. Oh man. Get your kerns nectar in. Get, you got that the was burns. Real, Get your kerns. Everyone can be mad at snack wells and all these other trends that like dicked you over. But oh man. I'm mad at Kearns. Yeah, fuck Kearns. Yeah. Uh, They're not sponsoring dumbbells at all. Not not even close. Not if if they, no, like, they make the right price. Huh? They yeah, make yeah. the right offer. Yeah. If they make the right price? If they make <laughs> if they make prices, then they've got the money. <laughs> um, cool. 
Uh, Matt, do you have anything to plug this time through? Because you know we're having you oh, back. Oh my god, I'd be honored to come back. You know, yeah, I, um, for sure. I um, people should watch The Simpsons, of course. Everybody already is. Watch The Simpsons. Um, follow you on Twitter at Matt Selman. Follow me on Twitter at Matt Selman. I mean, again, I'm, I've, I guess I, I just plugged like you can go on if you have a direct TV or cable, you can go to you can while you can stream any Simpsons episode you want on our. Awesome. Our, on the FXX app or SimpsonsWorld.com and some pretty good fitness episodes where you know there will be buds is one. There nice. will be buds. Husbands and knives. Husbands and knives. Um, I wrote one called Future Drama where it takes place in future high school and Millhouse becomes like a weight muscle head. Awesome. And right. that even though he never quite got tall, that was again that 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 was fueled by my weightlifting. Love it. You love know it. I love I love I love bodybuilding culture. Like I've never met a bottle of creatine who I didn't want to drink every drop yeah. and believe everything it said on and all the techno nonsense. You know, I mean, there's creatine actually, dude. I'm yeah, it I mean, works. I, I don't ATP replenish those ATP. No, too. I hey, I believe everything. ATP. I don't know what it is. I'm sure it works. <laughs> so that, that's pretty good. Future drama. Husbands and it. knives. There will be buds. Um, there's a. Homer, and then the, what was the Seth Rogen one was called Everyman, I think. Okay, that's that pretty. Was the that, that has some one. funny workout trainer stuff in it, and that's and so I thought good. that was funny. And the four four solid episodes from the late the later the later two hundred. Later two hundred. <laughs> Back two hundred. Duffman's in shape too. Right? Yeah, Duffman is in shape occasionally. Yeah, and uh, Willie. Groundskeeper Willie, Willie is Groundskeeper in shape. Willie. <laughs> some, I mean, Flanders is when he's Flanders, Flanders is buff, yeah. ripped. Um, There's a lot of ripped people on the Simpsons. Yeah, man. they're all villains. <laughs> yeah, they're not all... real? No, not really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, then there's famous king size Homer episode where he, Homer tries to gain weight to go on disability. Yeah, that one's funny. That's pretty funny. But um, so good, man. What a there's show! A lot of shows, a lot of episodes. Well, watch it. Watch the Simpsons. You know, Matt, just watch it. So much, Thank man. you guys for having me. It's such an honor. I have so many theories. <laughs> Well, great. Well, we'll have you back for sure. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, it's 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 uh, open door for you, yeah, man. Yeah, and maybe we should, uh, you know, further down the line when we know we're going to have you back, we'll make sure that we, if you have a question specifically, you know, uh, um, workout wise and Simpsons wise, they'll they'll ask. Uh, no, I would be interesting to hear out. from our viewers, uh, like trainer horror stories. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's a funny area to me. Like either. F- Things that got too close, things that went wrong, sure. arguments, or like that'd bad, bad trainer who hope sadly you know gave you an injury and then there was a problem. I mean, right? I think that'd be a funny special if people we'll put it. Yeah, we'll put it that. out there. Yeah. So next time you're back, we'll put it out there and we'll we'll unpack all of that. Uh, if you do have a question though for us, not every trainer is perfect. No, no, not even close. Not even close. Um, uh, and we're not either, but we're gonna try our best to answer. Bro, any questions science. You hey, do I believe have. in bro science. Bro, yeah. bro, bro uh, science is real science. Email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com if you have a long-form question, a short-form question, uh, the dumbbells uh, for Twitter, at the dumbbells, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah. They're all at the dumbbells. We got them all. We got them all. We own them. Uh, There's no better workout than motivator than listening to a podcast in which you were the guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, man, I get to listen to the stuff I said while I work out. I that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's Go a cool. For it. medi- I do it all the time. And medi- it's a good meta experience. And then I cringe at like my shitty grammar. Uh, but hey, y'all, 
uh, on behalf of myself, Ryan Stanger, and Eugene Cordero, and our wonderful guest today, Matt Selman, we want to remind everybody that's listening at home to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Sean Savage. Sean Savage. Your, may your workouts be as savage as your name. Savage. Nice. nice. Yeah. Nice. That was a HeadGum Podcast.